Hey everyone, it's Long Allen Ice-T, and I want to tell you before the episode starts about Anchor. Now, Brain Buster Radio has been going on since 2012, but with Anchor Podcasting, we've really stepped our game up here, talking programs with you, and we're everywhere now because of Anchor. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast gimmick out there, and that is because Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And most importantly for us here at BBR, it is 100% free and 100% ridiculously easy to use. The Marburgers came from on high and said, hey, use Anchor for the podcast. And that's what we're doing. We're using Anchor now and we're everywhere and we haven't been happier. It hasn't been been simpler in the six years we've been doing the show. So if you've always wanted to do a wrestling show or any kind of podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start and join me, Long Allen Ice T, and the Brain Busters and the diverse community that uses Anchor as a podcasting service. They're all using it. You need to get on it. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now, let's get to start talking programs. And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? When your back's to what will your answer be? Will you run for the door? Will you run out on me like it's hard? It's no holds barred. How the hell are you doing, Brainiacs? Long Allen Ice T here, ready to talk pro grabs with you. And I'm ready to go to hell. In a cell, because it is hell in a cell in San Antonio this week. We will be predicting the matches, talking about everything going on in the WWE universe, and also the entire sport of professional wrestling. Joining us today, Brainiacs, on a very important edition of Brain Buster Radio, we have a man called Wired, the Sultan of Social Media, making his triumphant return from a very well-deserved vacation hello a man called wired are you ready to go to hell in a cell and i'm wired i mean it's been great you guys got a huge get last week ceo of a major company i'm ready this is great that wrong show and they're listening that's a, that's oh show. Yeah, yeah yes brainiacs hi it's a man called wired yes i'm ready it's been man i've checked out i have crammed on wrestling uh two weeks worth in the last 18 hours yeah, i am ready to talk whatever you want to talk about all right, Wired, be on your toes, be on your tippy toes. I know you've been binging. You might be worn out, but you need to make it through this. It's all about cardiovascular on this edition of Brain Buster Radio. Dr. Calsonis is on the unos and doses, pressing buttons, eating tortas, ready to talk anything and everything, especially Lucha Libre. And, oh, ah, the fiery tortas today. 
You're going to have them when you're going to hell in a cell. And of course, Moose the Mark on the internet gimmicks, not here. He's complaining about, I don't know, the big dog being on college game day probably now. And you have Vinman on limited dates. He's not here, but jumping Jacob J is, and he's going to keep everything in order. Triple J, what's causing all this? Uh, guys, what is causing all this? Uh, MYC, May Young, Season 2. We are two weeks deep, and I mean deep, into it. And uh, most surprisingly, I am all caught up as of this what? live. Holy shit. Hold and shut up. Are you, are you kidding me? You're... <laughs> on tape. I think he's still on season one. You might be on season one. Who fought? No, no, Was it? No, I, I, want to, I mean, you just watch Kyrie Sane go make her first round debut. I've seen a lot of familiar faces, but I am definitely on season two. Oh my! So we're as of this live on tape edition of BBR, we're only a day removed from the original airing of the May Young Classic episode two. Triple J, that might be a world record for you. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it feels, you know, it feels good to be caught up and all in order with this, at least. Well, that's great. Well, we we can talk some May Young Classic then before Hell in a Cell. And uh, I have to say, so far, I am mighty impressed by the competitors. They seem more polished this year. And I don't know. I, I have a feeling that there are going to be a lot of broken arms in this tournament because Diana Perazzo, the virtuosa, her ability to pull off that vir- Fujiwara armbar from anywhere in the ring, she might be my new pick. Uh, yeah, well, your current pick, I think, is out of the is out of the tournament, is it not? Who, uh, what are you talking about? Who was my? I didn't pick anybody. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, my pick uh, looked awfully strong and looked great, and of course, I am talking about Rhea Ripley. She uh, dominated. Oh, who did she dominate? Oh, I can't even remember. She dominated. BJ Jenkins. B something. MJ Jenkins. Oh, yes, of course. Sure. Whatever. Just step one in this uh, uh, march to the vic- to victory for the Mae Young Classic for Rhea Ripley. Now, Laura, do you think this is a better strategy for her? She put on more weight last year. She's, you know, people have been calling her, at least in my circle, the edge uh, of the Mae Young Classic right now. She's switched up her look. She's got more holes in her. Uh, do you think this is enough to put her over the top? I mean, I'll be 100% honest with you, Triple J. Every time I watch a Rhea Ripley match, I get right to the edge with her. So it's, it's, I'm edging all day long. And I think this is enough to put her over. She's, she's got the look. Last year, she looked like a rookie. This year, she looks like a seasoned veteran and she's here to kick some ass. Yeah, but did she have a chance at beating somebody that was on Monday Night Nitro? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but Mako Satamora is, is, is the scariest individual so far. And the most well-seasoned competing on Nitro at the age of 16. She doesn't even look like the same person as, as in the clip they showed from from Nitro. Um, I don't know. Rhea Ripley looks like a like a juggernaut in this. My question is, now she's going to face Casey Catazzaro. The, the, the oh, height my difference, God. Chewing gum. Like, That's what that is. That's just chewing gum. It's, it's a sunflower seed. I think she's going to spit her out. Oh, my God. Not even like, yeah, just in one bite, crunch, gone, Casey, done. Casey Catanzaro is like a, a really greased up, agile piggy. How, how are you going to catch glad her? She knows, I'm just glad she knows how to climb those poles very well. It gives her a second chance at life after this match because that's all that's going to be left for her. She is. She's like a cat. No matter how you throw her, she's going to land on her feet. Rhea Ripley is going to just, I guess, have to punch her right in the mouth. And uh, she did. You're right, Triple J. She she's got she put on some more muscle mass, and she looks even more. She looks heavier, but in all the right ways. 
Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I agree with you there. It's rare that, you know, a, a female's weight is discussed on a television program, but they brought it up at Wired. I didn't think Casey was get out of the, was going to get out of the first round, but somehow she pulled it off against a much larger opponent. Maybe she could, you know, make a big upset again in round number two. No, you're, I mean, you're talking about uh, Reina Gonzalez, who looks better than she did last year, another returning competitor, but she uh, is a little bit more um, undistributed correctly in her weight. And, uh, you know, you get one of those bigger individuals, top heavy, and they go on their backs, you're going to get that leverage and you're going to get that one, two, three. Rhea Ripley, it's I mean, physics. she could, yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah. Rhea Ripley's just, I feel bad for, Kanzari should have just she she could she should just stayed mastering that course. So more the Zoro, you're comparing the Zoro sick chick to a to a, a tortoise essentially. <laughs> <laughs> All you really had to do was. <laughs> it, it's kind of like Nick Foley used to like host that. Rock'em Sock'em robot show where you know all you had to do was flip the other machine on their back and they would be done for <laughs> battle bots. Yeah, <laughs> battle yeah. Bots. she was a poorly created battle bot, and uh, Casey Catanzaro <laughs> advances. Although, I gotta say, I gotta say that I am definitely gonna get me some Reina Gonzalez uh, assless jean chaps for sure. I can't wait for next summer, I'm gonna be br- busting those out. Um, maybe next time you go to Cancun, Wired, you could wear a pair of those. Uh, you know what? I, I tried on a pair of high school uh, jeans the other day, and they turned into those quite quickly. So that's <laughs> kind of what happened. <laughs> I mean, Rhea uh, Ripley, <laughs> or Wire Triple J, if Rhea Ripley wins this whole thing, do you think the celebration will be a live sex celebration on WWE television? She, if, if, you're calling her <laughs> the can, edge of the tournament. We can only hope. I uh, just don't know. I don't know who would be the leader. Maybe Lita would be the leader. I, I would be fine if she, you know, if, if she performed solo, I, I think even. Uh, let, let, let's talk about who had advanced out of the first round. Uh, right away to start off, who, you know, I'm really liking. I believe Michael Cole picked her, although I, I wouldn't believe, you know, I wouldn't put much stock into that. Tegan Knox, somebody that, you know, got knocked out of the tournament even before they were in it last year because of an injury. I thought she looked very strong. The shiniest wizard of them all. Yeah, you know, I see the talent there, but I also see that injury looks very tender and not fully healed. I would never put money on Tegan Knox to win this because of that knee. Well, I'm not saying I'm putting money on her, but I, I like what I see. Yeah, I don't. Everyone's everyone raves about her, and she's a part of Team Kick, but she's not the captain of Team Kick. Let's oh, she's part of Team Kick. Yes, she's no. You know, Dakota Kai's the leader for for a reason. I think she is the um, the one you're pulling for the hardest. Probably is, um, God, I already forgot her name. I, I'm just Tegan I'm just Knox. Person Tegan Knox. Yes, uh, it's a good story. Come on, man, you like a good story, right? Not as great as uh, Samoa Joe's was this past week, but it's a good story. It is no AJ goes night night, but it would be a, a great story for sure if she was able to win this somehow. I think the the deck is stacked against Tegan Knox, though. I mean, when you got Mako Satamora advancing. She could ri- she she could easily rip that leg off, especially if she's got that brace. It's just a giant target, Triple J. Oh, there's a lot of girl that I'm pulling for in this tournament. Uh, you know, you talked about uh, Miko. We talked about Tegan Knox in round one. We also had uh, her name is escaping me. The the chick with the dreadlocks coming out with the bed, bed, like the train robbery bandana on. Uh, what what, what was her name? 
You know who uh, I'm talking about? Lacey, Lacey uh, Lane. No, Lacey Lane was was that Lacey Lane? Yeah, yeah like Lacey him. Lane. Really? Yeah, Lacey Lane. Uh, okay. Yes, and she and she faced uh, Vanessa Craven, right? The hairdresser. Yes, yes. yes. Vanessa Lacey Craven, Lane. who looks that like she upset. looks like a villain from a Rob Zombie movie. Vanessa Craven, <laughs> terrifying Canadian destroyer. Uh, I am shocked she did not advance. But um, and then who else did we have on episode one? Because there were four matches, weren't there? Uh, the other match we had, we talked about Deanna Parada. So the we, other one. Wait, from from week one we had Tegan, Rhea, uh, Lacey, and Miko. So that was that was episode one. Episode two, Wired. Who did we have there? We had Reyna lose to Casey. We had Zuxis. Um, Zuxis was the one I was going for against Ariel Monroe. Who, uh, man, you don't bring your kids to these events. I Thanks, wish people would just learn their lesson. <laughs> uh, married to uh, I didn't know that to Cedric Alexander. Did you know that, Long Al? I did oh, not until until uh, we saw him ringside. Yeah, she Big Swole married to the cruiserweight champ. Um. But that was that was an interesting. I mean, the the daughter crying afterwards, but but good effort, nothing to be ashamed of. But Zuxis is just a little bit better. <laughs> I, yeah, Zuxis with the Spanish fly was great. I'm sorry, I'm on the May Young Classic <laughs> list of competitors website right now. Mm-hmm. She, she has not competed yet, but I got a feeling Triple J's got to be rooting hard for his cousin Nicole Matthews. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, once again, I said there are no relatives of mine that perform for WWE. Plus, this, this, plus this chick's Canadian. Are, now, Triple J, well, I didn't know you had Canadian family. What part of Canada? I, I do not have Canadian family. I, I could swore that Nicole Matthews and you were related somehow. I've heard that somewhere on Reddit. No, you, you, that's was probably that in the Observer that, Wire? Did it, uh, Uncle Dave? Something that loose to Mark, Mark started just to rip me. <laughs> Brainiacs, Nicole Matthews, Triple J's uh, first cousin, second cousin? No uh, cousin. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, he's rooting hard for her. She hasn't competed yet, though. I, I forgot she was in this tournament, but um, hasn't competed just yet. I, you know who I'm really excited to see who hasn't been on yet is uh, Jesse Elaban. Really can't wait for that bubbly personality. <laughs> that's, that's some sarc- that's some Georgia sarcasm right there. Give me a break. Come on. What are you talking about? No, I'm legitimately excited to see Jesse. You were trashing on her so bad on our uh, our our, uh, our May Young Classic breakdown, which you can go back in the archives, Brainiacs, and listen on uh, BrainBusterRadio.com. But you were what did you, I what did I say about Jessica? You Alabama? said you, you said that this girl doesn't deserve a shot. Who is she? She's a nerd. She looks ugly because of her glasses. Come on, I get oh. I put her over. Well, I don't know. She. I might have said something about her glasses, but she's not wearing them on the May Young Classic competitors list on WWE.com. So, and also that was before Bracketology came out. I'm. I can't wait for some Jessie Elaban. She's got a close relationship with her mom. She's a very clumsy athlete. I can't wait to see how that translates into the ring. Just Jesse Elaban looks like someone who accidentally falls in love with people, right? She, she looks like Cindy Crawford with that mole on her face. It's a, it's a beauty <laughs> beauty mark, as they call it. The beauty mark is going to be powerful, I think. Jesse Alaben might be my sneaky pick to win it all. 
I mean, there, there's a lot of girl that I'm looking forward to seeing right now. Uh, this Kavita Devai, she's been working out with the great Callie, so you know she's going to have a, a whole new move set. I can't uh, wait to see her Tope Suicida and how it compares <laughs> to Brie Bellis. <laughs> she's going to have a whole new move set this time around. You know, I'm still going with Tony Storm. Uh, you know, as as my pick to win it all. Uh, we've also got you know Kay Aitlin coming up. Uh, also, just really. Killer Kelly is somebody I got to start following more because whenever you get into business because because of Kane, you know that's somebody to watch. <laughs> yeah, inspired <laughs> by Kane. But what, do you think is she the, is she the Black Lodge version of of Kelly Klein? Are they are almost identical except one is about a few feet in, inch or a few inches taller. Well, I I don't know. I mean, if you're saying that they're both female, they usually wear black attire and their hairs are, you know, their hair is braided. And they're both named Kelly and they both wear mouthpieces. They do both wear mouthpieces, I guess. Uh, Look for this person. Now, another Kelly. It's like like Renegade and the Ultimate Warrior, Killer (laughs) Kelly and Kelly Klein. Another Kelly, this Priscilla Kelly here, Wired, she is, you know, a, a dead-on ringer for Paige. Like, if, you know, if Paige ever has needs her own edgeheads at some point, I would call Priscilla Kelly. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the look is very the same, but their styles are very different. The way Priscilla Kelly goes about uh, getting into your head and then striking when your guard is down is uh, – is is very different than what uh, Paige was. Uh, Paige Way better thing. poses. Priscilla Kelly poses were on point. I thought she was going to win just because she in those video packages where they slow mo show all all of them in the dark backgrounds in the smoke. Triple J. Priscilla Kelly had the best pose of them all. Uh, great posing, and you know that uh, a lot of times that's all it takes to be a superstar. But we got a, a long. I'm going to buy a Priscilla Kelly choker. That's like the next Jeff Hardy arm sleeve. That choker. I'm going to get the choker. (laughs) So we uh, are two episodes deep. I believe what we're halfway through the first round. Is that correct? Yeah. So we have two more episodes of first round matches and then we fly into the second round match. So we got, we got, we got a good bit to go still. And this is all going to culminate at evolution. Uh, That's sometime in October, I guess. Why the beginning of October, perhaps. No, it's October 6th is this uh, super show down in uh, Australia. And then October 27th, I want to say, is the pay-per-view. I'm sorry. October 28th is the uh, Evolution pay-per-view live from Long Island, New York. Some other quick observations uh, about the Mae Young Classic competitors. Uh, Michael Satamora, I want to know her secrets on how to look like you've perpetually just stepped out of the shower. And really excited to see how Rachel Evers performs in the ring. She has morphed physically into Santana Garrett. Now I want to see how she, if she performs like Santana Garrett. Because <laughs> they look identical. Uh, I hope they do this every year going forward. I mean, it's been it's been great. It's even better than last year. So fun! Year's. It's um, so fun. It's the best tournament in 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 wrestling now. I even put it above the Battle of Los Angeles Triple J. Take that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that's really high praise. Uh, so, you know. Side note, because I know we won't have headlines th- this week. Uh, Marco Stunt is in Battle of Los Angeles Triple J. You think he wins? Absolutely not. <laughs> I know you would be so would, – would that tournament just go away for you forever if he won it? Oh, that, that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting hard for Marco. 
Uh, any last observations on the May Young before we get into the main event here? Um, no, just can't wait for the next one. Um, and uh, really, really, so far, so good. Uh, you see, oh, here's one. I did want to, I forgot I had this on my notes to ask you guys. Of the losers so far, uh, do you see any of them coming back to WWE and being a long-lasting superstar with success? Like getting signed well, to NXT? Well, you, you got to remember that one, the only superstar from last year's May Young Classic that is actually on any main roster right now is a first-round loser in Sarah Logan. So you can get success and you can get called up by a year. So don't don't count any of these down. Raina Gonzalez has the look, um, uh, and that's about it. Pr- Priscilla Kelly's my pick. <laughs> that's about it. There's a lot here. <laughs> Priscilla Kelly's my pick. I bet she's going to be on SmackDown Live as Paige's apprentice. No, yeah. I think what's going to happen is when I'm sorry, Triple J, but when Paige ever has like a, a wrestling move to perform and can't because of her <laughs> condition, gonna they're going to throw Priscilla Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll I mean, be like the the the. Uh, the the Bizarro Razor Ramon or Diesel to for Paige. She'll be in the next Women's Royal Rumble. They're just going to say it's Paige. I mean, just remember, just because somebody's not on the main roster, you know, you still got Team Kick on NXT. Uh, hell, the former NXT champion Shayna Baszler. So just because you're not automatically called up, you know, to the to the main roster, doesn't mean that you're not doing something right. That's Plus, true. they've got that whole NXT UK thing, which I have not a lick. I, I don't know what's going on over there. Oh, I'm pretty sure we're going to be seeing Ginny and Tony Storm and, and maybe even uh, Zia Lee involved in uh, NXT UK. Rhea Ripley, I believe, is in the UK as well. Oh, my. Rhea Ripley, obviously the biggest star to come from this year. She, win, lose, or draw, she will be. She's just got the look. I bet she has a match in Australia at the Super Showdown. Oh, she might. Maybe she's a, I don't know. Maybe. Buddy Murphy's on the card. You got to get all the Aussies on there. <laughs> Odds we see the Bushwhackers at that show. Uh, low, I would say. Okay. Let's get into the main event right now. This Sunday, we have Hell in a Cell coming from a big wrestling city in San Antonio. Uh, two Hell in a Cell matches are on the card but let's start I guess we can't start at the pre-show because right now there I don't believe there is a pre-show match announced unless uh unless I'm a little behind on that so let's start off with a tag team match the Smackdown tag team champions the New Day putting it on the line against the winners of Rusev and Aiden English collectively known as Rusev Day from this past week yeah, yeah, you're I, talking about a team. I can't believe the New Day's getting another another pack of good guys to face off against. I mean, it, besides the Bludgeon Brothers, it seems like they've got to face off against friends all the time. I mean, the New Day, you're talking about the five-time, 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 five-time tag team champions, and uh, they're going to face off against a team that's only really been together working cohesively for about three weeks, four weeks. Uh, there's no way I don't see the New Day pulling this one out, even with Rusev Day. As hot as they are, they're still just not the New Day. Well, I mean, they've been working together longer than three weeks, Wired. 
Yeah, but they haven't been on the same page for the la- for five out of the last six months. Uh, yeah, but you know what? You know who's gotten them back together? Paige. Pa- Paige <laughs> giving them opportunity, and look at them. That's all they needed. Although, I could see Aiden English with the performance he gave on SmackDown Live, which I'm going to call his greatest vocal performance ever. Um, I-, I think he might try to go solo. I- I'm calling it. I'm calling a swerve here, Triple J. Aiden English is going to say, screw Tag Team Gold. I'll, I'm going to get signed on to star in, in the next Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, Broadway show because I think he's on his way to being the next Alexander Hamilton. I predict Aiden English goes solo at Hell in a Cell, Wired. Solo at Hell in a Cell. Wow, that's that's a bold. I mean, he was the one who worked to get that team back together, too. If you remember, he asked Paige to, uh, to put them together. He asked Paige... Uh, to give them another chance. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a bold, bold move. Probably wrong. Yeah, I'm going out on the limb right away. It's hell in a cell. You can't hold anything back. So do you think that whenever Rusev Day is looking for the hot tag, Aiden English is going to, you know, he's going to gonna drop off and leave him there? Uh, and then he's going to grab the microphone and sing and tell him why. I'm not going to tag your hands anymore. I'm going out on my own because I'm going to be a star. Something like that. I, I don't see that happening. I, I think I think the New Day is going to keep those titles. Well, I, I do as well because of that, because Aiden English is going to. But I, I don't think Aiden English is going to go into business for himself. I totally see it happening. I don't know. How can am I the only one who saw the performance on SmackDown Live? It's the Swiss man and the fella hell in a cell. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, sure, it was great. I don't know if that really translates to the ring, though. All right. Well, let's, let's stay with the tag team titles. Monday Night Raw Tag Team Champions, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre just, you know, out of nowhere won those titles. And they're getting, they're, you know, they have to put them on the line against Rollins and Ambrose again. They've been a tag team in the past, but what have they done to deserve this? I, I want to start there. Ambrose and Rollins? Yes. Uh, hey, whenever you are running with the big dog, opportunities are going to come. That's just, I mean, things like this happen for uh, members of the nation. I mean, you got Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown got a bunch of title shots they didn't deserve just because, you know, they were chilling with The Rock. Sometimes when you're hanging out with greatness, opportunities knock, and that's what's happening here for the big dogs buddies, Dean and Seth. Uh, No chance they win, though. Uh, Miss Elizabeth's favorite wrestler, Dolph Ziggler, is going to super kick them both. And uh, I think Drew and Dolph will retain. Now, why yeah, Jake, uh, Triple J, I don't know why you're surprised that, you know, the land of SmackDown where you have to earn your opportunities and you get chances and you earn your way to a championship match. And then you have Raw where you just get thrown into matches because they feel like it and they don't actually care. Uh, that's, that's you got to give. See, the SmackDown thing about right. Paige is she's not going to put you in a big match unless you give her one firm rock hard reason why you should be in a big match wired uh, unlike raw where you know things just seemingly randomly happen 
Yeah, and, and it continues to happen on Raw. There's no let-up. There's no stopping it. You know, the only match that's probably legit on uh, the entire card is, uh, you know, probably Alexa Bliss's uh, rematch. And that's about it. Everything else was just kind of whatever. Now, Warren, yeah. have you heard anything about the Revival? Are they not uh, able to compete? Because it would seem like if anybody's in line for a title shot, it should be that. Yeah, the Revival brutally attacked by uh, by uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. It's um, it's an interesting aspect of this. You know, the, the Revival worked back and tried and did what they had to do to get a title match, and then course out of nowhere that just gets taken away hashtag raw is raw um i don't i I don't know if they're going to interfere if they're able to compete i haven't seen much of them on instagram or twitter but uh uh, you never know we're still as of this live on tape uh recording we are four days away so you never know what's gonna happen and that's it bringing oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) i i think this is coming down to the scottish terminator and uh, he is not on the team team of Ambrose and Rollins, so I'm going with I'm going with the Dolphers team. <laughs> the Dolphers. <laughs> Please, Triple J, bring a sign to the next show at the Igloo that says the Dolfer. <laughs> I, I rarely bring signs anymore, but uh, people you know. do. People never bring signs. I don't think we saw one sign at all in Triple J, but I will say, yeah, yeah I that's went another- to. That's another discussion. Yeah, I went to SmackDown Live at the Cajun Dome, and uh, there were signs there. Old school fans down in the the Mid-South Territory, great signs like, Go AJ, G-E-A-U-X, AJ, and Go Miz, G-E-A-U-X, Miz. I find that unbelievable. And and also signs that said, also signs that said, Go Jeff. G-E-A-U-X and Go Hardy G-E-A-U-X they were all over the place Uh, and uh, fans are really passionate about their signs in the Cajun Dome Um, none for Samoa Joe though just really loud pops because that's a Samoa Joe town yeah that that was a shame that he really wasn't uh, in the ring maybe at the next pay-per-view that they hold in Lafayette, Louisiana Maybe at the next one. And, and let's talk. You, you mentioned this individual, of course, I'm Dolphin. referring to Daniel Bryan. A mixed tag match. Daniel Bryan and Bremo taking on Mike Mazan and, and his wife, Maurice. Yes uh, mode and it mode. I, I don't start. think it mode is really a thing. I think that's a thing. I, and I also I also saw uh, that someone with a sign that said, uh, Go Bree, G-E-A-U-X. What's the better reality show? Is it B-R-I-E or B-R-I? Uh, I think it was uh, B-R-I-E-X. It was just It was just incorrectly spelled. Uh, <laughs> Wired, better reality show. Ms. and Mrs. or Total Bellas? Uh, you know what? As, as far as I don't, I don't agree with this, and Triple J, you're probably going to hate me, but Ms. and Mrs. is pretty good. I, I don't watch that program, so I, I don't should. watch either of them. I don't watch any of them, to be fair. Uh, you should, Triple J, especially Miz and Mrs. It is the superior program, but not because of the Miz or the Mrs., but because of the Mrs. Mom. Uh, I was at the Cajun Dome, and I was chanting for Marjo the whole time, Wired. Did they spell it M-A-R-G-O? Um, that that one, be, did they spell that way? No, she spells her name the way they would spell it. That's uh, M-A-R-G-O. 
J-O. And that's uh, correct in French. Marjo. <laughs> I'm predicting Marjo interferes and helps Miz and Mrs. win this match because she is the big difference between the two shows. Total Bellas. The only way the Total Bellas can win is if John Laurinaitis comes out and helps them win Triple J. What What does he have? Is he on the show? Yes, he's, he's Mr. Bella. He's Yeah, he's married he, to the he Bella's mom. Here and there, yeah. he, is, is he really? I, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you just thought we randomly threw out John Laurinaitis? No, I, I didn't. It, it sounds a little... It, uh, a little yeah, he, that, that, that's a great suit there, Brie Bella. <laughs> Listen, Daniel. I know you're excited for this Sunday. Now, honey, when you're going out there... Please just watch out with the dives. You gotta run full speed. If you don't go all the way, then don't even try doing it. You're gonna break your neck. <laughs> try, why don't you try using a skateboard? Uh, John, do I have to take off my shoes? Really? <laughs> Man, you know who I think would be a good tag team partner for you? <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. I'm still not going to watch the show, but I'm sure that would make it even a little more entertaining. I, I'm, I'm, I think this is this is simple. I mean, Daniel Bryan is, you know, miles better than the other man in the match. And Brimo is, is much match. I understand Maurice is a former Divas champion, but... Longest reigning Brie Divas Bella, champion. Bella is... Uh, who's that's won? not true. That's not true. No, that's not true at all. At least she not knows. maybe total time, but not Nikki Bella. No, I, I don't. I don't know if she ever had a more than one reign. I'm pretty sure hers was the longest, wasn't it? Or at least no, it Nikki was. Bella it just was, broke the record. It was until Nikki Bella broke it. Then oh, okay. because that was AJ Lee. Come on, dude. Come on, was bro. It? bro, bro. It was. Was it? All I know is Maurice is back after five months after having a kid. She's a, a great talent. You're all underestimating. She looks. But like I'm it. telling you. It's hell in a cell. You can't hold anything back with the predictions. I'm saying Marjot interferes in this, but some of the other cast members of Total Bellas get involved, and this is going to lead to Survivor Series, where the full casts of both shows will be going at it in a classic Survivor Series match. What would that sound like if, if you know, this Marjot character and Johnny Ace and all these personalities came down there at the same time? It, it first, if you would probably have Marjo out there saying, Hey, I want to fuck this guy. He's so big, but he's married to the Bella's uh, mother, and she's so, so much older and uglier. Hey, you old bitch. I would never fuck you. And then you'd hear John Cena in the background saying, Guys, take your fucking shoes off. <laughs> we have rules. So are you saying that John Cena and uh, Fearless Nikki will be teaming with Daniel Bryan and Bree in the Survivor Series match? Yes, the event, it'll be Daniel, Bree, Nikki, John, and John versus Miz, Maurice, Marjo, and uh, Monroe Sky. What about the and, dad? Isn't that a baby? And, yeah. Yes. And, and, and Mr. Mr. George. Mr. Miz. Mr. George. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they call on the show, Mr. George? Mr. George, yes. <laughs> I think Triple J's get really excited to watch these reality shows. Uh, maybe Total Bellas just to see. Uh, Did we all pick this match? I don't remember. I, I, I pick it. I'm picking the yeah, Bellas. I, I'm with. I'm with Wired. Miz okay. and Maurice with assistance from Marjo, or maybe uh, what's the name of the dog that that was farting on the uh, bus? Wired. That was Maurice, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Maurice wins and she eats $500 truffle mac and cheese afterwards. Uh, all right, let, let's let's finally get the Hell in a Cell in a Cell. Uh, this one, no titles are on the line, but this this may be the biggest one on the card. We're talking about the Viper, Randy Orton, taking on Jeff Hardy. And uh, Long Allen, what, this match is taking place inside Hell. Hell! In a cell! And you're right, Triple J. This is the match everyone's going to be talking about at the end of the night. Um... Similar to Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, you know, no championship on the line in that one. Was that last year? Um, this one is going to yeah. be the one that's going to be on all all the magazines. WWE is going to be saying, USA Today was talking about it. The Sporting News was talking about it. Maxim Magazine. Can't believe Jeff Hardy swanton bombed off of Hell in a Cell onto Randy Orton. But somehow Randy Orton ended up winning, ripping Jeff Hardy's ear out of its socket do ears have sockets? Yes, and I'm picking Orton to win because Jeff Hardy is too fearless, which is a thing in Hell in a Cell. Why well, does this match really favor Randy Orton? Because he, you know he's just so ruthless and he will do anything. I mean, Jeff Hardy will do anything, but he's not smart enough to know that it's all going to backfire. Yeah, he'll do anything to himself. Randy Orton's smart and will do anything. Yeah, Randy Orton's that uh, he's almost like the new cerebral assassin, really. I mean, he he he's very calculated, very uh, meticulous in exactly what he does, and never risking his own body to uh, to gain an upper hand. So, I worry about uh, the synapses in uh, Jeff Hardy's mind. They might be clicking a little too fast, and uh, he might just uh, hurt himself a little too much. What what do you want to see? What, what don't you want to see more, Triple J? Jeff Hardy break his body flying off the cage, the hell in a sail, or uh, Randy Orton the ear. putting I don't his want to see the ear. finger yeah, in yeah, that ear hole and ripping no, it out. I don't, I don't want, <laughs> no to, one see wants to see that. that no submission. one wants to see that. Is that considered a submission move, that ear hold? I'm, I, mean, I don't think it's illegal. I, I don't think it is either. No, I'm, I'm used to Jeff Hardy breaking his body, but I don't want to see that man's ear get ripped open or the hole even get larger. Another question is, uh, do you think Randy Orton get is is warm when he's standing on a beach? Because he's, I mean, he's wearing chonies, but he's always wearing a hoodie to stay warm up top. Uh, <laughs> is that a, a hood or is it just a vest? He's got a hood. He's got a hood? No I sleeves, though. It's well, a really good arms, look. When you've got arms like that, I wouldn't wear sleeves either. I wouldn't wear much if I was Randy Orton. I'm going yeah. with Randy Orton in this. Me too. But, but Watley asleep. Um, I tell you what, if this match is not the main event and Randy Orton rips his ear out, I'm done for the night. I won't know what's going to happen. I'm probably not going to be watching wrestling for at least 24 hours. You know, well, that, so oh my. I couldn't imagine that <laughs> wired, but you know my advice. Just keep. I'm gonna have a. I'm definitely gonna keep a big uh, puke bowl next to my, next to me during that match. Don't want to get it or a brown paper bag. Be cautious, everybody watching this. Actually, it might suck because this match might be in the middle near to the end of the card. But I would advise not eating anything, especially bean dip, before this match. Yeah, that's uh, that's highly recommend. I mean, I, I think AJ's daughter isn't allowed to watch this match, but is allowed to watch her, her father's match. Just putting it out there. 
How many people? I'm. Oh my god! I'm just hoping that he rips his ear off now, and then they just go. They go to those crowd shots, and it's just people puking all over each other. <laughs> like the Sandlot. <laughs> just <laughs> projectile vomiting everywhere. That scene where uh, in uh, Ace Ventura, where <laughs> everybody starts spitting out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That and uh, Frank. Uh, Frank. Frank. Frank the Frank the Clown's gonna have a pump plunger on his face. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, let's let's hope it doesn't happen. Uh, let, let's go to a women's match now. Uh, maybe the most personal match. I, I don't know if it's more personal than Rand, Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy, but uh, it's going to be relentless as Good Charlotte puts the title. On the line against Becky Lynch, the, these two former best friends couldn't be farther away right now. And uh, I'm going with relentless Becky Lynch. I'm just, I'm just going to say how, right now. how, and why? What? Explain to me what she has besides uh, being able to sneak attack over Charlotte Flair. Listen, this is a championship match, so they're going to be squared up. In the ring, Greg Hamilton's going to be in there. He's going to say, from the Queen City, Charlotte Flair. And from Ireland, Becky Lynch. And then the bell's going to ring, and they're going to be facing each other one-on-one. There's no hiding in the crowd dressed up. Why Why would some why do fan. think Becky needs to be hiding? Because she did it on SmackDown. She, she sneak attacked her at SummerSlam. She hit her in the back on SmackDown weeks ago and, and this past week when she pulled the Chris Jericho gimmick. Becky Lynch has nothing physically over Charlotte Flair, and I don't think she has anything mentally over her when it's just a one-on-one contest. Charlotte Flair's going to dust her up and show her that she was always second best, and maybe even third, fourth best when it comes to the four horsewomen. Uh, Becky Lynch really, really done did it. She might not be in the WWE after this match. She's going to be so embarrassed. I, I think is going to agree with me here because, you know, he sees it the way I see it. You're asking me what does Becky Lynch has that Charlotte doesn't have. She has that fire, that straight fire deep inside her. And, and I want to know, how can you bridge into the figure eight whenever your arm has been disarmed? That's a good point. Well, you know what? Uh, I mean, Triple J, I'm on your side, but she did do that, I think, at WrestleMania when she did Oscar like in a one yeah she did it with her one arm but there is one word to describe Charlotte and that is classless that is what, what? it is and she is she is just taking advantage of her of her of that silver spoon that was born that was in her mouth when she was born this is ridiculous Becky Lynch has that fire in her eyes that I haven't seen since I don't even think I saw this in NXT Triple J uh, Becky Lynch is coming uh, for the jugular yeah, um, guys, Charlotte, actually, I'd be very careful. I just, I, I mean, this isn't going to change my prediction, but this does worry me. Uh, Moose the Mark just sent me a message. He's on Reddit right now posting and talking about this. Apparently, Uncle Dave is reporting that Charlotte Flair sustained an injury at Ric Flair's wedding earlier this week while doing the electric slide. <laughs> yeah, appara- apparently... Apparently, Arn Anderson uh, was drunk and uh, doing the electric slide, tripped over Charlotte Flair, and uh, we might have a knee injury here, but nothing's confirmed. Uh, she's going to see Dr. James Andrews next week. Well, I, I hope you're not going to use that as a you know as an excuse whenever she doesn't get the job done. I don't I, need I think, excuses. She's I, think Wired, I think Wired hit on something. This is like you know a, a class system. 
in medieval times, you know, Charlotte, she lives in the big stone castle well, with the top room. And Becky Lynch, you know, she's she's the poor baker, uh, you know, making loaves of bread. Her roof leaks. It's, it's always wet and damp in there. And she's been plotting. She's been planning and strategizing. And finally, she gets to go one-on-one -on -one with the queen who thinks she's all uh, high and mighty and maybe deservedly so, but it's time that one of the little guys is going to knock her off that perch. That's not going to happen. Sometimes people are just more talented in another on another level. You just said she hurt herself doing the electric slide. That's a dance move. That I mean, it, pro wrestling, it ain't ballet, folks. Char she didn't hurt herself. Arn Anderson stumbled into her. You got to listen to me. He was drunk. He was drinking a lot of Jack Daniels at Ric Flair's wedding and the Ric Flair drip. Do you think Charlotte's gonna win? Do you think Becky paid him off, or Becky offered he? <laughs> Becky I'm offered Art Anderson something. That's, that's her only hope. Art Anderson's gonna slide in the ring like he did WrestleMania 18, land <laughs> a double A spine buster, stare at Charlotte, then roll out of the ring calmly. That's the only chance Becky Lynch has. Uh, What's double A doing here? Think. That son of a bitch. That's his goddaughter. I don't think uh, Charlotte oh, Flair has gone one over on Becky Lynch since SummerSlam. Becky Lynch has been left standing every single night. She doesn't uh, need to play mind games like Becky. She doesn't need to do this. Charlotte's the queen. She's the champ. She just walks around with the championship and knows that she's better than everybody. Has right, Becky right, Lynch beaten Asuka? No. Has Becky Lynch ever won at WrestleMania? That, I don't think no. Becky Lynch has had a one-on-one -on -one match against Oscar either. Unless it was Becky, way back in NXT, and that was wait, a different did, did Becky Lynch win the, the women's battle royal? No. Naomi no. won, right? Naomi yeah. did. All right. See, see, Becky Lynch has never won at WrestleMania. She's not ready. All right, let's go on to the other women's match here. The Raw women's match. This is a contractually obligated rematch Ronda Rousey Call taking on it's a Alexa Bliss uh, is Ronda going to have that I, you call it Wolverine makeup I, I think it was more Kabuki Let, let's start right there is she going to have war paint on yeah I hope she comes oh, yeah. with like lep leopard face or something she comes like, I like maybe Natty will dress her up like a cat lady I hope Ronda comes out wearing something cool and uh Gives us something extra because really, other than that, it's just going to be your standard bell rings. Ronda grabs her by the arm, flips her around a few times, breaks it off, goes home, collects her paycheck. It's going to be a very easy day at the office for Ronda Rousey against, I mean, five foot nothing Alexa Bliss. No power, no kind of martial arts game. What are you talking about? Did you see that arm bar she won with? Yeah. Yeah, that, it's huge. I mean, come on. That was like I set up for she was training with the Shamrocks recently, and they taught her that. Frank or Ken? Frank. Well, it's a good trainer, but well, I, I don't know. The, the, it takes years her to get rib, on Ronda's her level. Are, her, Ronda's ribs are sore. They're they're almost done for you. She couldn't even stand straight up at the end of that's Raw. That's right. So that's a huge difference between what is happening now and what's going to happen at some and what happened at SummerSlam. So. I, I don't put, I mean, you know, in Triple J, you were right. The game plan would have worked. She's got to stay away from Ronda. She's got to get Ronda tired out. She's got to 
work the counts, you know, get, get those nine counts at the at the outside. Um, but it will be for a big gold cup, a tournament in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'm all about one night tournaments, Triple J. So I'm excited for this. This is really just going to be, I, I think, you know, an answer to a trivia question. And, but Ronda's going to be fine because even even not a hundred percent, she's better than everybody else. So this is this is going to be a victory either way. I I couldn't. I don't see anywhere in the multiverse how Alexa Bliss could win this. I, there's no way. I mean, the infinite possibilities, sure, but they all result in the same thing. And still, Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey. I want to go just quickly, a little inside baseball on this match. I mean, you know, SummerSlam, there was a ton of hype between this. Saudi Arabia chairman, His Excellency, Turkey Al-Sheikh, got with Vince McMahon and told him, we need to determine best in the world in Saudi Arabia. And they said they'll do it in Riyadh. And you could take your pick. WWE has to fill out those... uh, brackets i don't know if how this will work if it'll be around robin if it'll be on a point system if there will be qualifying but november 2nd in addition to the triple threat for the universal title you will have the first ever wwe world cup tournament to determine the best in the world yeah i'm i'm like you i'm i'm a fan of you know one night tournaments i just hope whoever wins this they really rub it into everybody's face like the you know like the king of the ring winners used to do I hope whoever wins this starts using best in the world as their catchphrase and puts it on all their t-shirts. Well, let's hope. Also this week in headlines, Brainiacs, the May Young Classic has advanced again another week. Twelve women have advanced in the tournament so far. The 32-woman tournament, round one, almost over. Uh, we have four spots left, Triple J. How caught up are you on the MYC I believe I have one match to go on episode three. And I, I got to tell you, I'm really enjoying this May Young Classic this year. I don't know if it's because I'm actually kind of keeping up with the episodes instead of just, you know, binging them in a weekend. Because it's a lot, of the, a lot of the same competitors as before. I don't know if it's, you know, the quality of the wrestling is better or not. But I, you know, I will say I'm definitely enjoying this. I enjoy that Michael Cole's been so honest during this this whole process, talking about last week how he used to. What did he? How did he put it? He said quite honestly, he used to humiliate. I, I thought he said some of these women. How would he do that? Even I don't even. I don't. I mean, I guess that I blocked that out of my memory, but it's I mean, good I, for him to own it, own up to it, Michael Cole. You're yeah. stupid. You're ugly, and you have no friends. Yeah, I, I seem to remember, uh, you know, Punk actually being a little more ironic and, and condescending uh, <laughs> than, than Michael Cole. But it was it was all, you know, it was all honest. Uh, well, four more women advance. Uh, you have the final match to watch there, Triple J, from this yes. past week. So I won't ruin that one. But the first three you saw, Caitlin, who came back. She's a divorcee. She's tatted up, but better than ever in the ring, hitting a vicious spear on the very large Kavita DeV. Let's talk about that. Kavita, she came in with, you know, I mean, she looked green last year, but she came in with a lot of hype. This year, even She was wearing green as well last year, wasn't she? Or was that orange? I thought she was in orange. Okay, I'm colorblind. Yeah, I I don't know, but I, she has been disappointing. I I will say that much. Well, win-loss record-wise, entertainment-wise, she's fun. 
Yeah, I, and I don't understand it because the great Collie is, you know, he he's he's been training her. He's teaching her all the tricks, the ins and outs of the business, but she still can't win the big matches. I think the great Collie's teaching her too much about selling because she, she's laying, laying down for everybody she gets in the ring with. Uh, but, you know, Caitlin looked real good. And then we also got to see another phenomenal match, Tony Storm. It was Tony time advancing against Ginny. Yeah, Tony was, I, you know, last year I wanted her to win the whole thing. This year, I, I don't know if I want her to win the whole thing. There's there's a lot of them out there, but I definitely want her to, uh, you know, to advance pretty far. Yeah, Tony Storm, I would say, is the favorite to win, and everybody's behind her. She was a semifinalist last year. You've got two of the semifinalists in the tournament, both advanced to round two with uh, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm, and they looked as good as they did last year. And then you also saw, I believe, the third match that you got to catch Triple J was drawn a blank. Was it Karen Q? Karen Q and Jaya Lee. Oh, my goodness. The All the bowing and kung fu. Yeah, it was uh, it was a happening. So next week we get the... <laughs> you, had, you had nothing else? That match was really fun. It was like watching uh, uh, an old I, movie. I just, I didn't, I'm not familiar with any of them. So I guess, you know, that's... You didn't enjoy it? No, I enjoyed it, but I, I wasn't as invested in it as I was. You're not a fan of, you know. do you not like Kung Fu? I, I do not enjoy Kung Fu movies, I'll say that much. Who? What is wrong with you? I, I'm a huge Kung Fu fan, so I, I was really into it. I love all the kicks, the strikes, the bowing, uh, devious Karen Q. Uh, I was just – I was hoping that at one point uh, Jia Lee would, like, throw out, like, a flying guillotine or something or, or someone would be dubbed poorly. But that's probably the stereotypes they're trying to break with that match, and they did a great job of it. I can't wait to see Jia Lee – in, in action in round number two, she takes on Deanna Perazzo, though. Good luck to her. Yeah, Deanna, she's uh, she's in for it in that one, I think. And then the main event, Mia Yim versus the Savage Sienna, Allison Kay. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the who wins that one for you, Triple J, but that's a rivalry everybody who's a big women's wrestling fan shouldn't already know about. They should know about that already. Was this Hell yeah. coming from was this from Impact or, or Shimmer Impact, or Shine? Impact, Shimmer, and Shine and everywhere, yes. They've been all over the world. Well, we're gonna get to see it again. I uh, I have that one and then who do we still have left in the uh in the last week of first round matches? What are some of the big names? Mm, let me see our bra- let me pull our bracket up here, Triple J. Bear with me as we get ready. I believe we still have uh, one of our Japanese competitors has yet to has yet to uh, sh- perform. I got you. I got you. Okay. I got All you. Right, yeah. I got you. Check I got you. Off. Hold on, Hold doctor. Here you go. Uh, Tainara Kanchi, Jesse Elaban, who I can't wait to see in action for the first time, will be happening. Uh, we've yet to see Rachel Evers, and there you go. Hiroyo Matsumoto is the one who's uh, yet to uh, get down. We also are going to get uh, uh, Zaya Brookside and Io Shirai, the other big Japanese competitor who hasn't gone out there yet. 
and uh, Nicole Nicole Matthews and Isla Dawn are going to throw down next week as well. Now, uh, Rachel Evers, that is Rachel Ellering, is that correct? Yes. I've been seeing a lot of her and Kelly Kelly Klein training in stardom. Uh, I believe, I don't know if they're going to mention this on the show, but a, re- a really good uh, alias she's got going on is the Queen of Strong Smile. That's really good. <laughs> well, we'll see how she, she fares. She'll be taking on a Japanese com- competitor and uh, – Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. This uh this May Young Classic every week has been something different in every match and we get to see new new faces that a lot of us haven't experienced a whole lot. The May Young Classic, best tournament in the world. The World Cup in Saudi Arabia, I think, has a lot to live up to when it comes to tournaments in twenty eighteen Triple J. Yeah, we're gonna see how they do it. Like I said, I, I am really enjoying this May Young this year. More than last year. Yes, I think uh, the, the the quality of the matches. That's, that's what right I there? said. Yeah. Uh, Major League Wrestling, another bit of news here. MLW will be making their Chicagoland debut at Cicero Stadium November 8th. So MLW has expanded from the War Memorial in Fort Lauderdale and running the Florida territory a whole bunch to New York City and now in Chicago. And if you're not watching MLW, you are a stupid idiot. I'm going to tell you right now, Triple J and all, all the brainiacs who don't watch MLW, it is such a throwback kind of wrestling show. It is so good. It it is high quality matches. It's old school pro wrestling at its finest. It's violent if you love that as well at times. And it's got something for everybody. And it's really well put together on being sports. They they've got all their shows. The best part, all their shows re air on YouTube for free right there. They just had war games. Triple J. They had a battle riot. They just had war games. Who knows what they'll do next? But you have to check out MLW if you haven't already. And if you're in Chicago, make sure you get there. I don't. I don't. I might fly there. Triple J. It's very easy to fly in Chicago and go to wrestling shows. Back to Chicago. I might. I don't think Cicero Stadium's as big as uh, the Sears Center, but um, should be a good crowd there. Yeah, just make sure you don't go anywhere, you know, anywhere in during the holiday season. You want to stay as far away as, you know, as you can. Uber prices can get crazy in Chicago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, other piece of news, the King of Bros, Triple J. I know he's your favorite MMA fighter of all time, right? Uh, either him or the Shamrocks. I'm, I, I'm not ready to make that declaration today. Well, the King of Bros had his first NXT live event match, and he cut his first NXT promo. Let's hear from the King of Bros. Just made my debut at NXT. Just got my first one. Feel pretty good, you know. It's been a long time coming, and uh, it feels nice to finally be at NXT and not only be here and perform, but win. Yeah, that's where that's, Outback. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, the Outback definitely. Is. <laughs> Any anything hot, like anything nicer than Olive Garden is that's out of my range. It's it's about Olive on the Garden. Olive Garden. It's not. It's above Denny's, but not on claim jumper level. Triple J, I, I, I got to get out of here. The new studio, it's got this funk in it. It's it's that new studio funk. I want to go get some some candles and. and Get the smell a little bit better in here. It might, it might also be Dr. Calzonas' tortas today. They were extra funky. Ugh. I, I think it's Y2 Jack. Now I'm that I thought about it. I'm going to say it's Bucks of Jericho. 
Brainiacs, let us know what you think about that and every other thing we talked about today. Super Survivor Series in a couple weeks. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. At the Brainbusters on Twitter, Instagram, at Facebook, BrainBusterRadio.com for every single episode and extra Brainbuster Radio-y content. For Jumpin' Jacob J, keeping things in order. Dr. Milkalsonis on the Unos and Doses eating stinky, funky tortas. Ugh, those would make Guy Fieri poop his pants even. A man called Wired keeping track of all the hysteria about the best in the world on social media. Moose the Mark recovering from finger injuries, typing too angrily on Reddit. And Vinman, who was on limited dates this week. Uh, I think he was in Vegas this week betting on best in the world. Do you think he had Shane McMahon winning? If you put money on Shane O'Mac winning that tournament, <laughs> oh my. You, you really cleaned up. You should take us out to dinner is what you should do with all that extra cash, Brainiacs. And for Long Allen Ice-T, I'm Long Allen Ice-T saying, I gotta get the hell out of here because Shane McMahon is the best in the world. Very important organization of of all the football writers covering the sport. He has had a serious XMNFL show for like 12 years or longer, maybe. He was a Fox NFL reporter, newsbreaker, writer. I think he even did some sideline stuff. So very heavily involved in pro football. As for pro wrestling, uh, you could tell it was his first big show. But he saved his ass at the end of the night. Because that might have been the best thing any of the commentators said going into the any match. I don't know. He said, I'm going to lay this theory out on you, JR. I don't know if the Judas effect is a real move. I think he's just playing mind games. That is how you you commentar- do commentary for pro wrestling. Plant sleep seeds, make <laughs> shit up. That's what it's all about. Well, yeah, that's, that's right. And, well, I'll say this. I don't think this guy was as bad as everybody's saying. I think... Whenever it was just him and Excalibur on the pre-show, I thought he was excellent. Uh, and then, you know, whenever JR got in there, you know, they just, they, that three-man booth just wasn't yeah. working together. Yeah, and also, he, I think maybe he was a little intimidated being next to JR, but who would blame him? Uh, Excalibur, on the other hand, was just perfect all night long. Scre- his, he's got a defined role. Scream the names of moves and talk about, <laughs> and talk about who these guys are friends with. Big botchamania references and just tell everyone to go download PWGs. Is Excalibur part of the, like, like is he going to be doing commentary going forward every every time? Yeah, he's there. He's better. He's he's there. It's their, their signed announcers are those three, but I think the one and the number one and number two are JR play by play and Excalibur's the number one. Uh, color guy marvez don't know why he was in there maybe just to be kind of the social media talker um i mean he did all the the press conferences and the pool party yeah he's he's needed he's doing all right but the traditional color and and play-by-play are excalibur and jr triple g yeah I, i don't know i mean has anybody i was trying to think about this i like i like excalibur on commentary whenever we're hearing him, but anytime they just show that booth, 
and, and you got this guy there with a the luchador mask on. It just it takes me out of it. Why? I don't understand what what he's a former wrestler who has but never. Have there mask. been any other commentators that have worn a mask? Yeah, Jushin Thunder Liger. Other than like, yeah. yeah, Liger wears and one but, every other day. Other than like Triple yeah. I think this sounds this sounds like a very nationalist. Yeah, but I, I don't. I never right really now. listen to Liger. I I I I think he's great. I think it's fine, and he's great. He's oh, right. I said I like listening to him. I I like when they I, show. I just him get too. taken out of the moment I, whenever I they show he, me. That's right. He I don't. I think he's a handsome luchador. I it's a good mask. I don't, I don't see any problem with it. Um, it maybe if he uh, you know who disturbing to look at more so is Alex Marvez. Actually, he's tough to look at. Yeah, he, it, it felt like I was looking at Mark Madden kind of in man. It was tough. Oh, I don't know about they that. Should, they should, <laughs> when they're showing the announcers, maybe just go shoulder up, and then we'll be good. Um, but th- they did a good job during the main event, which felt big time, Moose the Mark, especially with JR screaming his head off at the end. Yeah, this this is one of those matches where JR really shined. Uh, you know, I, I, I it, the presentation was there. I guess it wasn't for the title. I watched the whole match thinking it was. Uh, <laughs> we got a new Bozo. champion. We got a new champion. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a great big fight feel. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I think Jericho could use a, like a slightly what? better look. Oh, what, I, what I, would I you, this was the best look of his career. What What would you change? I mean, I know we got. I, I'd go back to the trunks. Cut, get a haircut, lose the hat. I, I liked it. I mean, I thought it was better than that confusing clockwork orange thing where he had face paint. Definitely. First of all, all I, the, I like any, the, uh, any look Jericho I like, I like does is good. The hat is sweet. And what are you talking about, Ms. Mark? Who are you, Ron White, telling him to take off the hat? Who The hat is rad. His long hair is cool. Uh, any look my Jericho, Jericho was badass. Yeah, my peak Jericho is wearing the trunks with the lighted jacket. Well, period. You know what? They, that's, that's what they not did him anymore. AEW showed you all. Every, everybody has a favorite version of Jericho, and AEW showed all of them to you before his entrance. And then out came the the current Jericho, the man who won the first ever main event of All Elite Wrestling, and he debuted a new move. The I would say the most devastating move to debut in a match since the code breaker triple j and i've watched i watched both of those instances live and i think the judas effect might be better that was brutal yeah i mean in layman terms it was basically what a a spinning back elbow i guess is what you would call it but it it was effective knocking out uh you know former world champion kenny omega yeah that, that spinning back elbow was enough to make john jones blush am i am i right long allen Oh yeah, that that was that was move of the night. It had all the mustard on it. It knocked Omega senseless. He didn't even realize that Dean Ambrose was in the ring until Dean Ambrose had him cinched up for a dirty deeds. And then all hell breaks loose. And I felt like I was watching Mo- Monday Night Raw in 1999, and the crowd was going berserk. And and these two are fighting up on on a bunch of poker chips. It was really the coolest main event and finish to a show you could have imagined for this show. I don't think it could have ended any better, Moose the Mark. No, I mean, it was amazing. I, I do think for a match, it never quite got into second gear. I think the Wrestle Kingdom match was much better. And you could chalk that up to maybe Kenny Omega getting his nose broken in like the first five minutes of the match. But the ending, this this wasn't about the match. This was about the aftermath 
and John Moxley showing up, looking great. Love the gear. It's much better than his fucking dirty tank top and jeans. You know I hate wrestling in jeans. You know, he looked like he raided the Briscoe Brothers wardrobe for those pants. And I, I thought it was an awesome debut. The crowd was friggin' mental. I mean, it, it was very, I'll say it was a very WWE ending, you know, basically doing an attitude adjustment off the big the big stack. Of yeah, I see that. Yeah. Uh, now, here, here's a question that I don't know. Has, has ever since, you know, leaving Dean Ambrose, has John Moxley appeared on any independent shows prior to this? Not not prior to this, but he's going to be on some non-AEW independent shows soon. He's wrestling like Pentagon Jr. in a match in August. Well, that's what I wanted to know because I thought it, it was just very strange that you're leaving, you know, that you would go from one company where you had to exclusively work to them to another where you have to exclusively work to them. But that, that doesn't sound like the case. So I heard a rumor that uh, John Moxley's facing Bret Hart at an AIW event coming up in Cleveland. <laughs> Is that true, Boost the Mark? Uh, my sources are mom on okay, now, well, Long Island. All right. Well, I, I'll I'll take your word for it then. I just heard some rumors. But that was a very, very cool way to finish it and full of surprises. All Elite Wrestling's here. Yeah, that, Hopefully they're here to stay because yeah. I want more of it. I need more of that. Yeah. Bret Hart's already penciled in for uh, Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> uh, I mean. Tanaka. All Elite Wrestling's here now, Vin Man. After watching that show, being thoroughly entertained, having all this to talk about, don't you want more of that? Don't you want them to succeed? Don't you want to see people like like Bret Hart be able, get paid for appearances more often? Sure, yeah. I mean, I want to, you know, I want these guys to make money. But yeah, as I said before, I didn't see much difference between this and any other ROH or New Japan show I've watched, you know, over the past several years. It's just more of the same guys having the same generic matches. Was this better than anything TNA was doing in 07? No. Not even close. They never ran the MGM Grand Garden Arena, though. They didn't have to. They didn't need to. they, They were selling out the impact zone. Can't you just watch AEW without comparing it to a bunch of stuff? I'm not. And realize it's very I'm exciting not. pro wrestling. Is I'm that not. what we it, okay? Good. I'm not the one comparing it. I'm just you asked my opinion and you asked me if it was you know if it was really good and you know how it looked compared to other stuff and you know not that I'm watching it comparing it but at the end of the day you know did I see something that like really stood out you know that was you know, so groundbreaking that it fulfilled all the the promises that, that Cody Rhodes has been telling me about how this is going to change the world forever. I'm sorry. It didn't, you know, it, it's, it's still the same old independent wrestling with generic guys having generic matches with nothing really on the line. And then, man, even if there was something that you saw and you wanted to see more of, you're not going to get a weekly television program until the fall. I mean, we don't know if that's yeah, October. Which, is that November? We we know there's three confirmed shows. Yeah. And we don't yeah. even know if they're all going to be. I mean, All Out sounds like it's going to be televised. And, and the Fighter Festival, I don't believe anything that's actually advertised for. <laughs> but, but I, you know, it, it, I'm not going to really judge this company until the, the weekly television show happens. I mean, this is, this is just a spot show as far as I'm concerned. Well, okay. With all the superlatives to the side, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, 
it, it was pro wrestling. I, I enjoyed some of it, but I mean, it's not, you know, it, it you know, I didn't enjoy it more than, you know, Monday night raw from this past week. Uh, that, that's not I didn't, what I, I didn't, I, I didn't like it more than money in the bank. I mean, it was I okay. I understand all that, but that's not what I asked. I just want to know if you enjoyed it. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I would I go back and watch something from it again? No, I would not. Not even Bret Hart or the Super Smash Brothers. Definitely not the Super Smash Brothers. Bret Hart, you know, I I just want to hear more interviews from Bret Hart about his upcoming matches. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've watched the Michael Nakazawa well, spot. Going to be in Grand Rapids on July thirteenth. Uh, going to be. <laughs> well, Mustamar, can you? Can, how about to be working with Brian Cage in a, Bef- in a two Mark, out of three falls match? As we wind down the AEW Double or Nothing talk, do you have something different to say about it? I know you enjoyed it. Is it as profound of a show as as some people are saying? And is that the consensus online afterwards? Is everyone marking out to it, bro? Uh, every, I mean, the consensus online, yes, absolutely. I mean, we're just going to have to see. We're waiting on numbers to come in. We're waiting on ratings to come in. You know, this, they, you know, this is this is the flashy one. This is the one where we give you the benefit of the doubt. The question is, will they be able to continue the success? I think they can. I'm very bullish on AEW. I think it looked incredible. They had some production snafus, but this is literally their first time doing it. And I think, I think, I think they really could have something on their hands here. How much? How much better was this? Than you know the last several Ring of Honor shows you've watched. Uh, I mean, the last Ring of Honor show I watched was in Madison Square Garden with you guys. It was pretty good. You know, I don't know if the Ring of Honor parts were the best, but still, like I don't know, they're not doing that that bad. And you, Triple J, uh, I don't know if you want to compare it to other things or not. I just say if you enjoyed it. But all Elite Wrestling, Double or Nothing, a show that it's going to be talked about for a long time, no matter what. I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, there was a lot. It, there were some new guys there that I didn't know. And, and honestly, they didn't do anything to make me want to find out more about them. Not even Michael um, Nakazawa? No, I, I don't need that comedy stuff on, on my wrestling. Well, all right. Uh, I, so the, the one point I'll make, I, I mentioned this, that it, for me it didn't really kick in the gear until personal issues were involved. Uh, going back to the G1 Supercard, which I think is a better was a better show than Double or Nothing or even All In. Uh, you had Agreed. Osprey versus Jeff Cobb. No storyline there, and that was a hell of a match. Fucking great. Yeah, I I'll say uh, All Elite Wrestling. This was a, a historic show because they are already they already have the TV deal. It is history. Keep your ticket. They're gonna they're being. They have an advantage. They have money. They have a great TV deal. They've got a great roster. They're going to do great things. But if we are comparing to recent pro 